welcome to What's Working in Washington. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Today, the dark fiber of our entrepreneurship in the D.C. region. This is the place to be if you do have not just government connection or government contracted connection. You do see more and more entrepreneurial migration to Washington. And they are taking advantage of this the really great talent that we have. And plus, there's a great community of lawyers, which you need as an entrepreneur. I find as I go around the D.C. tech community, I often hear people say, where is the scene? What's going on? We don't seem to have a lot of stuff. The reality is there is a dark fiber of entrepreneurship here that is very deep. A lot of great things are happening all the time, but we may not be particularly good at publicizing that. Our next guest is going to unpack that issue for us. Warren Gettler is a former Wall Street Journal journalist. He worked for Bloomberg and the National Herald Tribune. And he's also a serial entrepreneur working with companies like MicroStrategy and growing and exiting a company called Map Network a number of years ago. Warren, thanks for joining us. Well, I was happy to make your acquaintance a few weeks ago. And you know, we had a really interesting phone call conversation talking about what you're up to now. And I was very struck with uh, uh, your entrepreneurial history here in town. Would you mind giving our audience a bit of a, a, bit of a quick quick history on MicroStrategy and, you know, how you sort of built your career here. So I uh, had a great time at MicroStrategy. It was a very entrepreneurial uh, company founded by Michael Saylor and Sanju Bonsal. Um, a lot of the management of the team has, has moved on to do their own things entrepreneurially, um, some software, some in, in other aspects of, of, of the business world that, you know, MicroStrategy is founded in. Um, but basically, the uh, the community here has a lot of entrepreneurial talent. It's it's not as uh, big uh, in terms of its media exposure as, as Silicon Valley or Boston. But there's a great deal of growth going on right now. Um, a lot of companies such as Appian uh, and Rustin they just went public. Alarm.com um, and quite a few others. Cvent they all have uh, interestingly enough uh, strings back to uh, MicroStrategy, which is interesting. I personally uh, have launched a couple of ventures of my own with with other co-founders. Uh, a number of years ago, we launched a company called Map Network, which was uh, an attempt to put digital maps onto the cell phone, which we succeeded at doing. Uh, we were acquired by Navtech in 2006 for around $40 million. And uh, since then, I've gone and launched a few ventures of my own. It seems to me you touch on uh, Appian and Cvent and others. You know, in the region, we are very familiar with the AOL progeny and all the startups and entrepreneurs came out of AOL. But you know, companies like MicroStrategy or, say, uh, Sourcefire on the cybersecurity side, very interested in how they they spawn more and more startups. Why do you think it is that our region doesn't really talk about that or appreciate that, say, the way it happens in Silicon Valley? There are a number of reasons why Washington is a little bit low-key about its entrepreneurial success and all the companies that have been founded that have gone IPO that have been sold. And part of it is uh, some of it's in the cyber world. It's relatively secret. It's top security, some of the pieces. Um, there's not a culture of really beating your chest about you know your exit and what kind of multiple you got here, or how much money you made. Um, and, and there's also a culture of, um, I would call it uh, innovation efficiency, not necessarily uh, things that are total breakthroughs or disruptive technologies like you hear in California, whether it was Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Snap, all of those things. And the point being that the bigger venture capital firms tend to like to be close to those types of startups if they're investing a lot of money, the Kleiner Perkins, the Greylocks, the bench, Benchmarks, uh, 
Andreessen, um, you know, the, the bigger firms that are out there, Bessemer. So we do have a couple of the larger type companies here, like NEA is a great uh, venture capital firm, and you've got QED now in Alexandria. But they, they tend to invest uh, smaller amounts. Um, they do have a lot of money behind them. But uh, again, I think that the culture here in D.C. is not a money culture or necessarily a venture capital culture. It is becoming an innovation culture. It's just underrated or, or underexposed. And we have great universities, Georgetown, GW, AU, Catholic, and Howard right here in the city. You've got University of Maryland close by. You've got UVA. You've got Virginia Tech. Mm -hmm. I can't tell you how many tech firms that I know of that go to Virginia Tech for that engineering talent pool that's there. I also think there's an element of circularity to it from the standpoint of, you know, here in the D.C. region, because we don't have a lot of venture capital available, entrepreneurs, particularly experienced entrepreneurs like yourself, find a way to make it work. They they use the government as a customer. They use proximity to government, say, like uh, Reggie did with Cvent. And, and ultimately grow large companies, but they're much more capital efficient. So the larger funds and the larger numbers go into the, the, the deals where they can put more money to work. I don't know if you know this. I, I learned this a couple of months ago, and it really surprised me, and maybe it shouldn't have, that from the standpoint of venture returns, this is a better market overall on an average basis for VC returns in any place in the country. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me because, like you said, the the management here, I'm not, not to, to – denigrate what's going on in California, but the management here has to work with limited means. Um, they have, they do have a talent pool. It's very hard to compete with the Googles and the Facebook of the world that can pay high salaries or Apple, uh, whatever it may be, Microsoft. So they have to be very efficient with their terms and they have to have a really clear path to profitability when they go out and raise money, which I personally have had to do in, in my ventures um, or co-ventures. And, uh, but you do see, um, you do see more and more talent coming to Washington. I should also mention that there's a move of the, the big corporates, the Fortune 200s, to to the area. When I say D.C., I'm talking about DMV. Mm -hmm. um, we've seen uh, VW come in. We've seen Northrop Grumman move from California here, um, joining Lockheed Martin and other general dynamics that already had been here. Um, and you see a, a general sense that this is the place to be if you do have not just a government connection or government contracted connection. Verizon is a good example there. But um, you, you do see more and more entrepreneurial migration to Washington. And they are taking advantage of this the really great talent that we have. And plus, there's a great community of lawyers, which you need as an entrepreneur. Um, there is great media here. And a lot of journalists are leaving their media jobs to go into PR and marketing. So there's a great uh, talent pool. Um, Washington is understated when it comes to business. But the, the entire Maryland, Virginia, D.C. region is becoming a font of innovation and wealth creation. Now, I mean, seriously, there have been some very successful IPOs with Cvent, with Appian, with Alarm um, uh, in, in the past year or two. And that's something that should, shouldn't be underestimated. So before I let you go, I know you're working on a startup that's still kind of stealthy. Give us a little picture of what's the big problem you're thinking about solving now. So, Jonathan, I'm launching a new company called BreakupNetwork.com, the Breakup Network, and it's designed to help people recover from bad breakups. Uh, there's nothing out there like it right now. There's no portal that would bring all this together. And it's designed for people to get themselves back. Um, there's sort of a, a pendulum swing away from online dating to some extent. People are kind of fed up with it. And this is designed to make yourself feel good about yourself again, take a pause, Get ready to get back out there. I'm working with uh, Rachel Sussman. She's a great therapist up in New York. She's an, the author of The Breakup Bible. 
She's been on a lot of the talk shows, and her book is wonderful for helping people get back. It's it's oriented primarily towards millennials and and women, primarily demographic. Uh, men have their own ways of dealing with this, but it's designed to, you know, get you back out there. We have a breakup buddy bear that's designed to receive all your messages and texts that you would have otherwise sent to your ex. We have a 90-day no-contact program, which is essential to getting over the breakup. And uh, it's based on you know, just my own uh, you know, personal situation once I went through a bad breakup. And I talked to a lot of people uh, about their situations. And this came to me that there is a need for a site because people don't necessarily know where to turn. Sometimes they go to a therapist that's expensive, et cetera. Ours is uh, you know, basically uh, $8 or so a month. It's going to be. We're in beta right now. And we hope it helps a lot of people get past the, the pain of a, of, a, of a relationship breakup and divorce, actually. Warren, thanks very much for taking the time and uh, giving us your insight in both what you're up to now and also why the dark fiber in this region is as robust as it is. So thanks. Thanks, Jonathan. for listening to what's working in washington a special thanks to our sponsor eagle bank how do you get to be number one in the dc area eagle bank did it by putting relationships first they're flexible involved responsive strong and trusted eagle bank's goal is your success our executive producer is tracy madigan our online writer is barbara ulrich music provided by two dc region bands two car living room and the sunbathers and let us know who you think we should be talking to on the show. Tweet us at, at What's Working DC. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Thanks for listening. <laughs>